Triumphant. Hold on, let me turn this music up, man. I gotta turn it up. Listen, it's real. The beat is triumphant. I'm triumphant. We back in season four, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Huh? All right, let me turn it down. I'm too hype. I'm too hype. I'm too hype. I'm too hype. There's nobody in the basement but me. Okay, listen. Thank you so much for tuning in. For the folks that are on Facebook Live, if you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening on SoundCloud, if you're listening on Spotify, I'm not there yet. So if you listen on Spotify, you're a ghost. I don't trust you. Um, but I will be on Spotify. But thank you for tuning in. It's the Idea Manhood podcast. It's season four. Just a different perspective is all. I'm Five Mike's husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. I'm so glad to be back. I have a lot to say. I feel good. My voice is clear. I'm seeing with 2020 vision. Kinda. So, um, man, I feel such in a good space to be doing this. And so, let me turn this music down so you can, um, so you can hear what I'm talking about. People on Facebook, you can't. What's up, people on Facebook? Who I got? I see Keith. What up, Keith? What up, Chad? What up, Mika? Thank y'all for tuning in. Spread the word. Uh, I'm going to try to do my, my shows. I'm going to try to record them here and then also show them on uh, Facebook Live. So thank y'all for tuning in. Man, I feel like I need to turn the music off in my ear. You know what? I'll just mute it. How about that? So, man, I took some time off. Uh, from the last podcast, life comes at you crazy, right? Life comes at you real crazy. You know, um, I, the last podcast was, I think, January 19th. I think that's what I saw. What up, Trey? I see you. What up? Zyde in the building. You know, when you're from Brooklyn, you got to pronounce all hard consonants real hard, like building, ZID in the building. Um, but yes, I took some times off from, from the last podcast, January 19th, because life comes at you fast. And I had so much to say about things that were going on, um, but I just didn't feel like, I don't know, it just wasn't the right time. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about, I've been learning a lot all my life about timing. You know, as a man, like, to me, I think we're at a time where men are being called out for being men. And we're being called upon to be men at the same time. Does that make sense? So, you know, there's so much positive energy around femininity and not even femininity but like womanhood and being a woman and there's so much energy there and I think that a lot of women are you know are are calling men out like no this is bullshit like we're not going to be operating in this space anymore you know it's a whole new generation of me too when all these different movements and came together to, I think it's pretty amazing, you know what I'm saying? But I also understand that as a straight man, because it's a lot of different 
things at play at the same time as a straight man it could also be a place where you feel kind of vulnerable like you feel kind of like damn what did i do wrong or like i you know i had nothing to do with it you know where there's so much negativity negative energy not even hostile a little bit of like calling you out energy it's a little bit of a little bit of everything right and i think that men are being called upon called out like i said and being called upon to do better and i think it's that's there's nothing wrong with that you know there's nothing wrong with that as long as you as long as we live up to that call and as long as we respond to it in a way that's productive and 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 that's going to be beneficial to the folks around us right so <clears throat> in the time between my last podcast and now i recognized that like i was holding a lot of i just had a lot of i didn't really know how to voice my concern the way i just did like i didn't know how to you know how to respond to the men are trash you know commentary that narrative like i didn't know how to respond to it i would just get angry like what do you mean men are trash? Like, I'm not trash. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's the first line of response when, you know, when you're sensitive or when you're, like, oversensitive or when you're, like, tuned into the wrong aspect of the message. And so I was bombarded by it. I don't know if it was just, like, where I was looking or just the people that were around me or what. But I was, like, bombarded by these messages of, like, men are trash. We canceling all men. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all ain't worth nothing. Y'all don't need, we don't, we, you know what I'm saying? And I'll, you know, because for the folks that really know me, know me, like, I don't get, like, I don't, I, I don't operate in that, like, attack, like, people attacking me mode. So I was like, what? I'm trash. You trash. Let's talk, you know. And I just wasn't ready to handle that in an appropriate way as a man. Um, And so what I did in this off time between the podcasts was just fall back and listen. You know, fall back and like really hear what's really happening. What are the conversations that women are having? What are men being called upon and called out for? And... Like, how do we respond in a way that is going to make everyone around us better? To me, as a man, that's what I think our role is. Our role is to make the things around us better, like to enhance our environments, to enhance the people and the places and the things around us. And I think for a long time, men are kind of assumed to destroy the things around us, whether it's through war, whether it's through fight, whether it's through you know, being emotionally reckless, whether it's through being physically reckless, sexually reckless, whatever it might be, you know, I think we're being called upon to, like, make, like, do better. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's gotta be... It's gotta be a balance. So... What I'm starting to see now is that things are a little bit off balance. Like, things are a little bit... That narrative right now, that men are trash narrative, that, like, 
who run the world girls that black girl magic that you know all those lovely amazing wonderful things is borderline like a little, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that that voice needs to go away, is that there needs to be, especially for men of color, um, there has to be a voice to go along with that. And I've been saying that for years. That just didn't happen in the last few months. I've been saying that for years, ever since I had a son 11 years ago, I'm like, yo, this is great. Like there's all these initiatives to push like STEM for girls, you know, black girl magic, black girls run. I'm like, I got a black boy, so I'm trying to find like a, a comparable message for like that I could like connect him to besides me, because I'm gonna do it, but like, you know, is there a national message like black boys do it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so there was a time where I was just, I would just get like, oh, F that, like we need our own stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so the process for the podcast and how I've been taking the time off to really just watch and observe and really lean into like how to navigate that space. I've been in the space, I've been in a room full of women, the only man. Shout out to all my coworkers. Shout out to all everybody at my job. I don't know if I should say, should I say anything at my job? I don't we private, but I mean I don't want to put everybody out there. But shout out to all my coworkers. Y'all know who you are in the TKM suite. We live. Um I, I work in an office of women and I guess it was in that space where I really was developing those skills of how to be in that space when there's so much men are trash energy. You know, at first I'm like, well, men are trash. You know, like you take, like you can't help but take it personally. And, and it made me think in those moments, like, damn, I guess this is how women feel when men are like, you know, doing whatever like all right you know when there's a narrative of like uh women are weak or women aren't this they're not as strong or you know all the narratives that women have been dealing with for the history of our country right and so in that space in my office like i sharpened that tool of like okay how do you operate in the space as a man you know and i keep on saying as a straight man because it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of funny stuff happening in this dichotomy between like gay dudes and straight dudes. It's a lot of funny stuff, and you gay dudes be real funny. I got my eye on y'all, like the, you know, because y'all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And I say that with the utmost like respect and everything, because like it's a dichotomy where you know the gay dudes have a certain level of safety and a certain level of like you know, alliance and allegiance with women that allow them to be just as crass, just as crude, just as, like, crazy and outlandish with their language and, you know, actions towards women, but, you know, because there's that, you know, there's that thing like, oh, we don't want y'all, like, the gay dudes don't want the women, I guess women feel comfortable and they allow that to happen, got it. Um... So I say straight dudes having to operate in that space of men are trash a little differently than gay dudes. Um, but I know, too, that it also affects gay men as well. Uh, from conversations I've had with gay dudes, like, yo, like, what's going on? So all that to say, um, shout out to my colleagues again, like, you know, really helping me to, to sharpen that that skill of listening you know people always say listen to women 
Like, yeah, we listening. Like, we hear y'all. All y'all do is talk. Like, at least that's horrible. I'm just playing. But, like, we we hear you. We've been hearing. But maybe we haven't been listening. And maybe we haven't been, like, responding to some of the things that y'all have been saying. Like, you know, whatever, whatever it may be in different environments, right? So, you know, that's where I've been over the past few months. Uh, I've been trying to navigate the space. Uh, I've been trying to do it in a way that's responsible it's a lot of dodo heads out here man it's a lot of it's a lot of dudes and women out here that are fake feminists fake feminist supporters that are like focusing on manhood from a perspective of a deficit they're focusing on yo you need to be a father for your kid that's what being a man is yo you gotta make money for your family that's what being a man is yo you gotta be able to defend it's a lot of dudes out here old ones young ones and in between when i listen to them it just it makes me sick like it, it makes me sick to my stomach because it's just a whole lot of it's a whole lot of bullshit out here, man. It's a lot of dudes out here that's speaking on behalf of dudes that, you know, I don't know they trying to joke or they trying to be funny at the same time while being fake woke. And it's just a whole lot of stuff in this social media world that has to end. It's a lot of the ways that we're engaging with each other that's like, it's not healthy it's funny, it gets your followers up. Like, we talk about clout chasing, following, follower chasing. Like, we talk about all that, but it's a lot of people out here that don't have the the community at mind when they're having these conversations, or they don't really have the betterment of people when they're having these conversations. So as I was talking to you, I was telling you about my colleagues, and I'm in an office full of women, and, you know, we have conversations all the time about, you know, things that pop off in the media, whether it's Cosby, whether it's, you know, Homeboy from, from House of Cards, whether it's, you know, Beyonce was talking about Coachella. Like, we, you know, we have all these conversations and all, if not most, if not all the conversations are centered on women. So in that space, I know in the past I might have, I might have like disconnected or disengaged or been like, oh, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, the, the, the saying like, listen to women is, it's different. It's, it's different than like, listen, like, oh, what, what do you have to say? Like, mm, enlighten me. It's not like that. It's just that as, as a man, as a man, I think that we have to be responsive to um to what women are asking for what women say that they need so the key operative word is like say that they it's like so not like what we think they need but like what they say they need what they say they want and then being responsive to it that doesn't mean giving into it and this is the part that I've always grappled with so it's like if you're a man and you're trying to be responsive to your woman and she says, I want this or I need this, that doesn't mean that you automatically do it. Like, it's not like you have to be submissive in that way or, or know, obedient. That's not the right word either. Or just like do to do. But you have to be responsive and able to listen in those environments 
And if that means challenge, like, nah, you're full of shit. Like, no, we can Like, that's not it. Like, we have to, as men in this environment, feel safe, which is crazy, right? Like, for a man talking about safety. But in a lot of these conversations, men aren't equipped to deal with the visceral nature of the conversations that are happening nowadays. Like, most men aren't going to be able to go into a conversation with a group of men are trash women, like, and, and, and survive and, and come out feeling like anything, right? But if you're approaching the situation from listening, like, yo, if you're in a room, men, women, men are trash, blah, 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 and you like, listen, like, word, like, yeah, the men you dealing with are trash, <laughs> okay? The men you dealing with. No, nah, um, but in all seriousness, like, you just have to be in the space to, to listen, to not approach with, with anger or uh, with any sort of malice because what's commonplace now in these conversations, as weird as it sounds, as soon as you show any emotion, the women on social media and in different circles that you're in, the first thing they're going to ask you is like, who hurt you? Like, why are you so hurt? Like, they're not. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to ask me who hurt you in a condescending way when you sitting here hurt? You know what I mean? Um, but the truth of the matter is, that a lot of us are hurt, like men and women. A lot of us are hurting. A lot of us are responding to each other from a place of hurt and a place of, you know, misunderstanding or past relationships, past baggage, past whatever. Um, and so I've been... In these spaces, like trying to figure out what my role is as a man in these spaces. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's my role as a straight man in these spaces where women want to be heard, need to be heard, haven't been heard, are empowered to share their voices in different ways? How do you live in that space, be in that space, be responsive, and check them at the same time if they need to? And say, like, no, that's wrong, that's not right. And do it in a way that's not like mansplaining or, you know, putting them in a, in a space where, you know, they feel threatened or whatever. It's a certain set of skills that in this day and age you have to have it. With that said... You know, there are a lot of conversations. I don't feel I'm close enough to the mic. It's a lot of conversations that are not happening between men and women. Um, because of that hurt, because the feminists out there, and I'm and I'm giving feminist air quotes because there's a lot of fake feminists out there. There's a lot of feminists that are feminists because it's popular, because it's cool to put on a t-shirt, or because it's cool to put hashtag, you know. There's feminists out there, men and women, that never read a quote about feminism, like never don't understand the history of it and the you know the, the dichotomy between like white and black feminism like all these different things and so you know there are a lot of female sympathizers women sympathizers 
that are not feminists. Understand what I'm saying? And that's men and women. You see a lot of men pandering to whatever the call, whatever the, you know, the trend of the day is on Twitter. And, and they're pandering to women to align or to show some sort of like, I'm standing with women. Like, blind standing with anybody or anything is 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 counter whatever movement they're pushing. If you're just blind, like I'm I'm with you, sis. Bit you ain't with stop it. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes out there that's like men out, you know, that'll be quick to jump on the you know, quick to jump on the the, the bash men and the you know that whole thing that's real popular right now. And with and to me, like how you are in that space as a man is not a sympathizer, it's not a you know a, a blind supporter, it's a listener. And that's isn't that what we're all supposed to be doing? Like, aren't we all supposed to be like listening to each other, empathizing with each other? I had a whole episode last season about empathy. Um about like being vulnerable in these spaces and so shout out to Brene Brown if y'all know about Brene Brown get familiar um but isn't that what we're supposed to be doing anyway men and women entering these spaces you know with the sense of I'm listening to you I'm I'm trying to understand I'm uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to be there. I don't get it. Like, and just because one person doesn't get it doesn't mean they're trash. It doesn't mean that, like, oh, who raised you? Uh, you don't understand. You ain't got women's backs. And, you know, and those are the type of messages, in my opinion, that are so damaging and so, like, you know, I'm old. And I, 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 this is my new thing. I'm embracing my oldness. Like, I say to everybody all the time, I'm an old man. Like, look, me, I can handle, I can handle, um, you know, people saying I'm trash or all men are trash. I can go into a room with women, you know, preaching all men are trash and still be like, I'm good. What's up? Holla. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm an old man. But and I and I've lived life and I studied and you know I studied sociology and psychology and culture and how community like so I I ha and I and I've lived a little bit like I've, I'm raising kids and I have a wife and I have friends and I've seen things develop and rise and fall and seen these movements and so I'm old I might be able to process that but I'm thinking of like these young boys in college these young boys in high school these young like. Cats coming out of school, these young adults, these young dudes that, you know, have all of the, I, 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 I envy the young cats on the fact that they are so savvy with the internet, they're so savvy with their professional life, they can go in and like, oh, put on a nice suit and bedazzle the whole room, but they don't got no sense in terms of like how to like engage with people and like how to walk in a room and 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 battle different energies and like how to you know be in a space as a young man and live i don't know i i watch it and i see it and i'll just be watching them like 
young dude's whack as hell. Because, like, I see it. And I'm like, dang, someone needs to teach him. But that someone might be me or not their fathers. Whatever, I don't care. But no, in all seriousness, I say, like, I'm old. I can deal with it because I don't know if the young dudes can deal with it. If they can go online and read a barrage, a paragraph, a novel of tweets saying how horrible men are and still show up in a space on a date with the woman or in an office with women or at home with their family and still feel whole. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know if they can because there have been times where me, even as an old man, that that type of stuff hits me. Like, it hits me hard. Like, damn, am I trash? I'm like, yo, I might be trash. So, like, if... If the narrative is, okay, it, this is what I have a hard time understanding. The narrative that men are trash is the hope for men to not be trash anymore. Like, that's the hope. Part of me starts to wonder if women want men to be trash so that they have something to, to like, a hashtag. So that they have, like, you know, the hashtag movement, like the hashtag generation. Part of me wonders, I seriously wonder that, do women want men to be trash so that they can have something to complain about? There's been definitely times where I've seen my wife look around the house looking for something to complain about. I think it's just something innate within women where it's like they want to fix stuff. I don't know what it is, but I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen my mom when I was a kid, and I would think I had everything clean. I'd be like, Mom, can I go outside? And she'd be like, you didn't clean none of this remote. Go back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm wondering if the hope that, you know, the men are trash movement, if the if the goal is for men not to be trash anymore, then that means, like, men can't move in this era with the mentality that we're trash if we don't want to be trash anymore, right? So I can maneuver through that. I just don't know if the young cats can. I don't know. Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. I know my son can't. I know he can't. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know that an 11-year-old, my son, and the boys that he talks to on his soccer and baseball teams and stuff, like, they recognize that there's a lot of energy around the things that women are doing. Like, they see it in their 10, 11, 12-year-old eyes. Like, oh, um, my son will always say, like, wow, why do they have this show for the girls, but there's not one for boys? And so I know why, because I'm old. And I know, like, well, son, for years and years, there were all these institutions and all these opportunities for men to do X, Y, and Z, and women had to be sidelined, and now it's time for men to be sidelined so that women can have the... That's not going to work for an 11-year-old. So when we're talking about empowering our sons and boys and nephews and cousins and stuff, like, it's going to be having to be a little bit more emotionally intelligent and, and like to shift within these spaces, these men are trash spaces, to bring our boys up and still empower them. Because boys still need to be empowered. Don't get it twisted because 
because men are like have a certain level of power, right? We we know like if we look at the the different uh, levels within our society, like you know, men have a certain level of like systemic. Um, have been systemically at the top of that chain. I can't think of the sociological term, but you know what I'm talking about. Like men have been at the top of that chain. And so as a result, now it's time like women are like, nah, we ain't waiting for y'all. We're going to do it ourselves. Like we got this, we doing it. But that doesn't mean that there's boys, there's not boys out here that need to you know, like, need to still be empowered, especially black boys, ladies and gentlemen. They see what's going on. They see the energy behind the women, and I think they appreciate it, but they're also like, what about what about me? Like, how do I, you know what I'm saying? So, undoubtedly, someone will see this and hear this uh, podcast and you know, they'll throw some language at me like, oh, men are so fragile. Oh, men this. Oh, I don't understand. Y'all had it for all this time. Oh, men are... Right? So, because I get that all the time, right? I get, I get so much, you know, the idea of manhood. Oh, we need to... You know what I'm saying? And... You know, what I always tell people, like, why are you doing this? Like, why why do you have this podcast? How, do Are people listening? I don't know. I know it says I got a thousand some hits last week when I didn't even have an episode. I don't know who's listening. I don't know if it's, like, aliens. It might be the Russians. I don't know. But um, I do a lot of this because there still needs to be a voice for the young people, the young men, and the young women, too. Don't get it twisted. There still needs to be a voice for those dudes that are in middle school and high school, that are in college, that are coming out of college, that are in jail, that are on the streets. That Because you know what else? Lastly, this is the last thing. I'm going to go. I'm running out of time. When I'm working in, in the city and I do stuff around D.C., and I, you know, I go and I do... I used to in my last job and go and teach, you know, in the job core classes and folks that are coming out of jail and trying to enter back into the workforce. And, you know, nine times out of ten, the dudes, because I'm always drawn to, like, trying to help out the dudes, like, get back on their feet, especially the ones I know that are trying. And they got one leg in the street, one leg in the, you know, trying to do right. And, like, yo, Mr. Andrews, man, I'm just trying to do da-da-da-da. And I'm telling you... Like, they want to do good. Like, they want to, they want to, you know, they want to be good people. They want to be what their women and what their community needs. They don't have the skill set. Like, they, the, and there's nobody, I'm doing a lot of sweeping generalizations, but there are very few people that are going to sit down with them and build that emotional intelligence with them and, like, to talk about, you know, how to navigate in these spaces. Like, as a man, how do you find empowerment in a space where <clears throat> the assumption is that you already have a certain set of powers, which we do, right, systemically, but individually, relationally, professionally, uh, a lot of us don't, especially folks of color, folks that are, like, coming from different communities. So, 
with that said, I did a lot of talking today, as I always do and I always will. But uh, I'm glad to be back. Um, I feel like even as I'm talking through this today, I feel like I have a much more like clean, like a, a through line, like a, a thought process when it comes to uh, when it comes to like the idea of manhood and like what this really is. This really is an opportunity to 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 enter into spaces and have those conversations and be vulnerable and be uh, authentic and to support women and to challenge women and not to be uh, a silent um, supporter or not to be just a blind follower or a sympathizer. Like we really got to go into systems and make things better, whatever that means. And if that means going up against the status quo, if that means going along with it, if that means whatever it means, as men, I feel like that's what we have to do. So, I will holler at y'all later. This is season four episode right now. I don't know how long. A thousand bars. That's what I see on my screen. Mad bars today. Um, thank y'all so much. If y'all gonna be in D.C. tomorrow, uh, Black Star is performing in D.C. tomorrow. Yep, Most Def, Talib Kweli, and Dead Prez is like my college reunion on stage. So I'm being there. It's not in that hip. Hot. So um, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Spread the word. Let folks know what I'm doing. I'm about to blow up, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all be the ones that told like, yo, I was watching Mike when he had like one viewer. You know what I'm saying? But no, in all seriousness, thank y'all so much. I holla at y'all. It's Five Mikes, husband, father, educated writer, and see the microphone gives me wings. Season four, y'all. Let's go. Yeah.